Welcome to The Expositor Podcast with Dr. Stephen J. Lawson. Dr. Lawson is the founder and president of One Passion Ministries. The Expositor Podcast is focused on taking your preaching to the next level. Now, here's Dr. Lawson. In this session, I want to talk to you about who are the greatest preachers to listen to no longer alive. Let me begin by saying this. I think one of the greatest ways we learn how to preach is by listening to other gifted preachers. Uh, it's been well said that it's more caught than it is taught. I know personally I learned far more about how to preach by listening to great preachers than actually sitting in a seminary classroom and hearing a lecture on how to preach. And I say that even as one now who does lecture in a seminary classroom. Uh, on how to preach. You gain so much insight into what works and what can be uh, absorbed into your preaching style by listening to other gifted men. So I want to start in this session with um, who I think are the best preachers uh, to listen to no longer alive. And obviously beauty is in the eye of the beholder and these are men who have greatly shaped my preaching ministry and there could be many other names added to this list. Um, I'm just one person, and these are the men who have uh, greatly influenced me. So, uh, I would start, number one, with Martin Lloyd-Jones. Uh, his sermons are available, and you can listen to them on podcast, uh, the Martin Lloyd-Jones Trust. Um, he was a fiery Welchman who preached expositionally at Westminster uh, Chapel, I would strongly encourage you to listen to the preaching of Martin Lloyd-Jones. It, it's penetrating, it's passionate, um, it's powerful, um, it's easy to follow. Um, you will have a fire in your bones as a result of listening to Martin Lloyd-Jones. Um, as you know, he preached just a few blocks from um, Buckingham Palace. Um, an enormous sanctuary. Um, I've stood in his pulpit. It's an amazing sanctuary with not just one but two balconies that are 360 degree that encompass the entire sanctuary. Um, it, he was the expositor of the 20th century. And I think the man who most started the reformed resurgence that, that we are now seeing in this day. Uh, the second man that, that I would say is James Montgomery Boyce, uh, the pastor at 10th Presbyterian, Philadelphia. He was an expositor par excellence. Um, his preaching through books in the Bible stands as one of the greatest, um, I think, treasures that a pastor can avail himself to. He's sensitive to verse-by-verse -verse exposition, He's highly doctrinal, theological. Um, he uh, uses church history. He was an English major at Harvard, um, and so he has a command of language, uh, figures of speech, uh, rhetoric. Um, he has a deep, um, strong voice. Um, James Montgomery Boyce was a prince of expositors. Uh, I would strongly encourage you to, to listen and learn from him. Listen to his introductions. Listen to his conclusions. 
Listen to how he incorporates sound doctrine. Listen to how he makes application. Listen to how he shifts his verbs from indicative mood to interrogative to imperative to exclamatory. Um, he had a command of the English language. Um, the third that I would say is Adrian Rogers. Um, I was called into the ministry uh, under the preaching of Adrian Rogers. Um, I was one of the first men to be li licensed into the gospel ministry uh, under his preaching at Bellevue Baptist Church when he first went there. I don't know that I've ever heard anyone preach the gospel more powerfully than Adrian Rogers. And his firm stance on the authority and the inerrancy uh, of the Word of God uh, laid a strong foundation for me. But his use of outlines, uh, his use of illustrations, uh, his use of heart-piercing exhortation, um, his evangelistic appeals, um, his warm-heartedness, uh, his passion, his zeal, all of these um, are, are, are in the preaching of Adrian Rogers. And if you're able to differentiate, listen to the young Adrian Rogers. Uh, most preachers mellow as they become older, with a few exceptions. And I think Adrian, in some ways, uh, mellowed a bit. But when I sat under his preaching when he was in his early 40s, he was a house on fire. Uh, every, even Wednesday night, was heaven come down and glory fill the mercy seat. Uh, it was extraordinary. His appeals, his gospel appeals to the lost and to the unconverted. You need to listen to, to Adrian Rogers and, and learn how to preach the gospel of Christ and call people to faith in Christ. Um, after that, I, I would add Stephen Olford, who was very much a mentor and a model for Adrian Rogers uh, by his own admission. Uh, Stephen Olford was a British preacher who came to the States um, and pastored in downtown New York City and established a ministry of training pastors uh, in his latter years in expository preaching. Um, his powerful presentation, uh, his use of the English language, uh, outlines, uh, witty one-liners, which, by the way, Adrian Rogers was the prince, the king, and the potentate of the one-liners. Uh, you, you ought to jot down a lot of those one-liners, uh, which are, are like salt on a steak. It just gives the sermon uh, seasoning and flavor. Um, but Stephen Olford, um, he, he preached for me on one occasion in a church that I pastored. Uh, those sermons are, are still echoing um, in my mind. Uh, further, I would encourage you to listen to S. Lewis Johnson uh, at Believer's Chapel in Dallas, Texas. Uh, I sat under his expository preaching for five years. Um, he was the first man I ever heard preach verse by verse through books in the Bible. Uh, very exegetical, very theological, doctrinally sound. Um, did not have the, the fire and the zeal 
of a, of a Rogers or a, a Lloyd-Jones, but uh, S. Lewis Johnson was a Southern gentleman, um, almost sounds like an aristocratic Southern gentleman, um, a, a more polished uh, presentation of the truth, um, but you will learn much about how to preach as you listen to S. Lewis Johnson. And at the end of most of his expositions, there's also a gospel appeal as well. One interesting side note, as I would listen to S. Lewis Johnson, you'd walk into the church and in the lobby would be a transcript of his sermon. Well, let's say a 12-page typed up transcript of his sermon, which is really a manuscript. You'd pick up a copy and then go into the sanctuary and sit down and you could actually follow along with him while he's preaching. He's not reading it, but you, you know where he's going and it's very easy to, to follow because it's typed up and there's an outline incorporated into the, the manuscript. One other preacher that I, I, I want to mention is W.A. Criswell. Uh, I sat under his preaching for five years also. In fact, I would hear Criswell at the early service and then go hear S. Lewis Johnson at a later service on Sunday or flip-flop that. Um, W.A. Criswell was a, a towering uh, orator, expositor, uh, in a day when there were not many expositors. Uh, in fact, he really helped resurrect in the United States uh, the art of preaching through books in the Bible. Uh, he had a heart as large as Texas. He pastored First Baptist Church in downtown Dallas when it was the largest Protestant church in the world. Um, he, he roared like a lion. He, he was so fervent and passionate and spoke with deep convictions, and yet he, he could be moved to tears as he would preach uh, often. Uh, so pastoral and caring and, and loving as well. And listening to his gospel uh, appeals were um, quite moving. So I would recommend uh, that you listen to those men. Listen to one or two sermons from each. There will be aspects of each of those men that you will want to be a part uh, of your preaching ministry. So... I think this will be helpful to you. Thank you.